Welcome to Football is for Footballers, the podcast that brings you the detailed perceptions into the world of women's football. Hey everybody and welcome to the second episode and our first interview in our podcast series Football is for Footballers. Now for this episode we've gone a little bit outside to Europe and into the sunshine with the beautiful weather that we have right now for an exclusive interview with somebody that really has the best know-how on the topic we're about to listen to. So whilst we apologise for the noises you might hear in the background, I can assure you that the information we're about to learn is worth it. In a time when women's football is finally getting a better shot in the limelight and many countries battling out for World Cup trophy less than three weeks time now, it is so good to have a long-term sustainable plan to continue to improve athletes and the overall ability of the squad for years to come. For so many, this starts with a massive improvement on youth development systems for young girls. And today, I am so excited to be joined by former Italy under-16 and under-17 women's national team head coach, Massimo Migliorini. Hi Massimo, thank you so much for joining us to talk about a topic you are so familiar with. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here with you today. So when you started in Italy with Youth Girls Development as Women's Technical Director of Inter Milan, what was the club's initial perspective on how to actually develop these young girls and players? They were very strong on uh, scouting players in the area, collecting the best players they could. And Mm -hmm. uh, and so their idea was uh, training all together. These players uh, could uh, help them become better and better during the years. And uh, and then their main target was uh, win tournaments. Okay, so it was this aspect of winning was the most important at that time. Yes, absolutely. And was this the same sort of um, youth development idea across the whole of Italy or just at Inter Milan at the time? More or less was the same. Uh, the difference uh, was uh, that some, some clubs decided to play versus boys to increase the competition level, to increase the intensity of the matches. But yeah. uh, more or less uh, the, the, the prospect to win tournaments, to win games was the, the first target for all the clubs. And what's your opinion of that? Do you think it was the right way to go about it or do you think there was a better way to do it? I agree that playing with uh, versus boys uh, in the early ages as the, as long as you can is uh, not a bad idea. It's a good idea to increase uh, competition and intensity. Yeah. Is also also competition in, in the roster is a very good thing, I think, because uh, help... Uh, force the players to uh, to do the best in all the training session and so on yeah. but but then uh, wins is never as never to be uh, an issue i mean wins uh, happens if you play good if everything goes uh, in your way but has not to be the main target has not to be Absolutely. And I'm guessing then that was one of the things that you introduced yourself to make this more successful was this idea of not prioritizing winning or were there other things that you brought in in your new role at Inter Milan? Uh, I keep the the idea of competition, as I told you, competition between players uh, in order to force them to have uh, a better approach to the the training session. Then I, I told them to 
focus a lot on technique because mm. technique is uh, very very important uh, second that all the training session must be challenging uh, because of uh, if if you are not challenged the, the players they are not improving and yeah. then uh, what I would like they have to, in all the training session is that players has to think and has to solve problem let them alone to solve problem uh, by themselves uh, thinking about how to solve it try it uh, make mistakes and learn from mistakes but they have to improve in this way. Absolutely, and I think as you've said, this sort of using mistakes rather than as a negative thing, as a positive thing to learn from is very important for all players, um, especially at a young age to learn that making mistakes is how you improve rather than an idea of failure. Um, very important. Yeah, never, never shout for mistakes. Never care about mistakes because mistakes happen. Also, in uh, men's professional uh, football, they make mistakes. So, uh, yeah. who, who cares if they miss a pass or a, a ball control or something like that? They have to uh, go on and face problems and solve problems by themselves. Absolutely. And of course, introducing this idea, was it difficult for players to get used to being able to create? these rules and have this sort of freedom or did they adapt to it quite quickly the the, the worst part was uh, for players that have not the habit to think during yeah. training session is uh, let them think uh, I mean having exercises and sessions that it's not like mechanic repetition and analytic repetition of, of the things but every time they have to think about what they are doing, why they are doing, and the context in, you know, they were. And that was the, the, the toughest part to accustom the, the players. Absolutely. And it's very interesting that you say that. Do you have a piece of advice for anybody that's a coach on how to get players to start to get used to this idea of this creative freedom? Because it is quite difficult at the beginning for players that have been used to robotic forms of coaching to actually learn to do it themselves yeah i think they if you plan for a training session uh you might you should have uh from exercises from easy to tough but uh, when you go when the, the exercise is becoming uh more complex and and more the intensity will grow you have to leave them the the opportunity to have different choices and not just one or two choices different choices they have and they can pick the one they prefer in, in that situation and uh, and that and that that's i think it's uh, it's very good for for any age level no that's brilliant um it's this idea rather than giving a single answer all the time is giving options and letting them learn which option is the right one and which one they might not do next time because of the answer they find themselves. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's brilliant. And also, I, I noticed that you worked in the, the US with the NCAA for two years. Are there any sort of player development traits from the US that you brought back to Italy with you and have implemented at the teams that you have coached? Yeah, absolutely. I like the way they are very focused on one versus one. and. Mm -hmm. 
on shot shooting, for example, that in women's uh, football is always <laughs> something to think about because they a lot of players uh, denied to shoot a uh, lot of lot of times. So the the attention to shooting drills, to one versus one drills, and the fact that all their training sessions are high intensity. Uh, that's another thing that is very, very important, especially at the young, younger age where uh, some good teams may face uh, worse team and have not so uh, intense and not so helpful matches in, in the weekends. So this idea of giving a hundred percent, no matter who you're playing or what exercise you're doing, is very important value to you. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And and again, is that something that you noticed was a lot easier for players to do, or did that take some time as well? Because it might have been different in Italy to what it was that you experienced in the United States. It's uh, very different, especially because uh, here, uh, also at a senior level. Uh, it's uh, very common that the best teams adapt themselves to the intensity and the speed of the the worst team during matches. Mm. So it, it happens that maybe very good teams score one goals and then they sit down and wait for and just start uh, moving the ball around and not to be so intense because the other team is like that. So yeah. it's it's something that. Uh, it's we struggle a lot to improve during the year because of it's uh, it's the habit since a long time so players struggle to understand that the importance of be uh, 100% for all the for all the all the match and as a as a of course in your role as women's technical director was it easy for coaches to take on these ideas as well within their teams because i'm guessing the ideas you had from your experience are different to those that they have of course in their roles previously yeah i try not to be very strictly since the beginning i just Mm. uh, uh, exchange some ideas with them and then step by step i introduce everything Uh, like uh, always some uh, uh, embrace that and start uh, doing everything i said some others will uh, would not so it's it depends case by case uh what i can tell is that uh the result is that uh, coaches that um has this approach all, all through all the years at the end players uh, has lot lot better and no matter the results but their play, players will grow and players reach uh better status and this could they going on on senior teams and so on and the others maybe not yeah and this idea so basically if you combine your creative freedom you gave players the increased intensity um did those in the end actually bring about better results for all the teams as well as individual players but also as squads well uh yes a little bit uh what I, I would see this uh, a lot in my experience with the national teams uh, that we have results that w- was way over expected uh, because of this player development we had. 
Brilliant. So we can move straight on to the national teams now. Could you just give us a bit of the experience you had with the under 16s and under 17s national teams? Yeah, I started with the under 16 uh, together because it was the first year that uh, Italy created an under 16 girls uh, national teams. Right. So it it's uh, it was a very very uh, interesting job, a tough job, very challenging, but I love that and uh, at the end of the first year, we have a great result, uh, arriving runner-ups in the Tournament of Nations wow. and, beat, and beating the U.S. for the first time. Uh, but apart of the results, the results on the pitch, uh, I, have, I see players improve and uh, become a lot, lot better. Uh, the same stuff we had on the same in the second years when we when I coached uh, together under 17 and under 16 and. Uh, and these players, their their development path was uh, incredible, really incredible. Uh, and the third year with under 17 only, uh, we reached the finals of the European Championships. Uh, it, so we had very good results on the pitch, but most of all, I, I see players that uh, become great players, and all the best clubs would would have them so it's very very to me it's uh, it's a, a very good results and i think i have uh, i reached the target i had that's fantastic and to then hear also that your players are being wanted by some of the great clubs must be a a really nice intrinsic feeling for you too that the job has gone so well yes for sure i had the, the I was uh, lucky to have players that uh, believe in what we were doing. And they believe 100%. Also because maybe they they see they saw results since the beginning. Uh, they mm. saw themselves improving and be better, and so that's uh, forced them to stay on the plan. We fixed it, and uh, we decided, and and also they 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 went. When we came, when they came for campus, they had 100% for all the week, and that's uh, also uh, in, helped the improvement. Absolutely, and you you talk about de- developmental plans with individual players. What were the main areas that you focused on with each player to help them get to the sort of level that they are at now? We we could not work on physical because we had them for one week every one month and a half or two months. So we uh, our focus was on technique and tactic, individual tactics, individual technique. That I see especially the first year with the first under 16, they have, they struggle a lot. All the players has uh, maybe some uh, one thing tactic tactically or technically that they. Have, they are great, but maybe they lack in all the other aspects of technique and something like that. So we work to to build uh, better, complete players on uh, mm. talking about technique and tactics, and then we work on a lot on uh, the uh, habit to play uh, at uh, high intensity. Okay. And and then we work a lot on their approach. Because of uh, more, more, most of them, they are like the stars of the teams, of the clubs. So they used to be, uh, I cannot run when it, when we don't have the ball. I cannot do this. <laughs> yeah. I cannot do that. No, they have the team is first, so they have to do 
uh, whatever they they want to help the others the others to reach the results and uh, do their 100% every training every match. So we will work a lot on uh, on courage, on uh, high intensity uh, habit, and on uh, on their character. I mean, on team building and so on. So quite a lot of the the mental aspect, the psychological aspect of the game becomes very important to, for individuals. Then. Yes, absolutely. We had some players that start. Uh, the path with us and then we have to leave them because they don't want to change their minds they don't want to adopt this high intensity uh, methodology and they don't want to to be 100% involved in this in this development so unfortunately we have some of them has to be uh, to be skipped from the rosters uh, but it, it happens and yeah, all the others uh, have that, uh, follow that, uh, also at home, and they understand the importance of training the right way or eating the right way and uh, and so on. So it was it was fun. And I'm guessing then for you as a, as a head coach, you are looking for those players that can adapt mentally most and bring about this idea of giving everything to the team and making it about the team rather than this individual I am the best or I can do everything myself approach. Well, I had to scout alone for all the players because we had scout just for the first team. So okay. I, I went over Italy uh, many times uh, watching uh, thousands of games uh, from the best stadium to the local uh, churchyards and uh, wow. wherever. And I was searching for players that uh, seems to have leadership and courage uh, mm. because of in the pitch at the, at the end is not the coach that goes there are the players so if they don't have the leadership to to be to have to overcome problems in in during matches i cannot uh, help them from the bench they have to do it from on their own and uh, and so i was uh, in search for players with leadership with courage with uh, toughness and also with uh, also good level of technique level because yeah. of uh, I can work on it we worked a lot on that on that but it takes years to improve it so <laughs> they have to have at least a minimum range and uh, after that I, I was not very uh, concerned about their physical uh, their physicality a part of of course the goalkeeper uh, yeah but then, yeah. But then uh, it, it it means more the the approach, the game, their their technique, their speed, and so on. And your way of of scouting then these players was that different to previous people that had had a look at players? Because I'm guessing um, I've been having a look at a lot of research. The players were looking for these strong characters, these fast players. But by the sounds of things, that was nowhere near the most important thing for you. Yeah, in the in the in the past, uh, all the scouts was more concerned about the physicality. I mean, mm -hmm. high, uh, high, they are big, strong. Um, not not all are very interested in uh, in their approach to the game. Uh, it's something that uh, it's now uh, very very specific on the men's side in the Italian youth national teams. In fact, they are having 
very good results in the last years yes. uh, because of, of that. And for to me, it's it's uh, very very important. I love to have players that have courage, that are leaders on the pitch. Because of if not, as I told you, I cannot. Uh, it's it's not a, a PlayStation or Xbox. I cannot yeah. command them from from the bench. I I, I hate uh, coaches that shout, go there, pass there. It's it's their game. They have to understand it and they have to to do their own. Of course, and the idea of them being, like you said, one of your main things is to be creative. You need leaders to do that and be able to take control of situations, whether it's good or bad in the match, because they happen all the time. Yes, that's why also I left that I leave them some uh, leadership during training session. I like that they uh, propose some propose something to do or uh, check their teammates and something like that. I like it. It's uh, part of the development path to spread leadership all around. That's actually a really interesting point you, you've mentioned about giving them a bit of freedom to do those things in training. So could you give us, for example, an average training session? You, what would you allow them to, to do or decide within the training session itself? For example, the first part that is uh, always was uh, with the national team was a technical part. Uh, we had uh, some technical exercises where maybe uh, one of the player or two players um, decided uh, how to do it, how to, where is the passing chains or something like that, and they take care also of to uh, suggest some um, improvement or some checking to their teammates about how to control the balls and so on. Yeah, uh, and then, uh, for example, we had some parts where technique is uh, in situations, so very high intensity situations, where there are teams always competition and uh, players uh, uh, pick their own teams, and uh, and then they are responsible for the for the results of the of the session of the training of the exercises. Uh, who is lost, who wins, and uh, and they take care of, they organize their teammates. It's uh, something that works and something that gives uh, leadership to, to them. It sounds really interesting. My only question is, of course, with so many leaders in a team, do you ever get these little arguments between them at all or anything, or is it quite smooth and natural, that the, the training sessions? In my experience, it was not. It was never uh, a situation that happened. That uh, I mean, it was uh, like a, they are good teams, and so they are just uh, talking and chatting about that, never discussing, yeah. just uh, ex exchange opinions, ex exchange uh, point of views, uh, in order to to get the team better. The team was the f was first every time. So and they understand that very very well. Uh, they built up a very good uh, relationship between all the others and each others, and so it was. Uh, it was great. It was great. Um, and also, I was uh, very concerned about that. Uh, I, I used to have some uh, um, some uh, questions for them and some uh, meetings with them in order to understand if everything was good, if, if relationship for between players are good or not and they are very open. I am very open with them 
so it was uh, everything was uh, uh, clear and everything was everything was open so i think uh, it's there is no space for uh, for misunderstanding or or problems or that it, it, everything is very very open and clear since the beginning and that transparency is very important. It, it leaves no doubt in the players' minds, even if it's, for example, you've said they're not as strong in this area. That's what they need to improve on. At least they know and understand what it is they have to do. Yes, uh, I can. I never say to one players, "Oh, you are the best. You, you sure you'll be the starter?" If it's not true. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, every time since the beginning, I say you have to improve this, or you will never start. <laughs> I, or uh, in this moment, you are not as good as this one. Uh, it's, uh, it happens. You have to work on this and this to uh, improve and take their, the, the, spot, the, the spot on the, on the first 11s. So uh, I was very, very open with uh, everybody. And the, they set the rules. They set their own rules, the players. And I, I stick with them. And just uh, uh, I just hope that they follow the rules but if they miss if one of the player miss something it's it, it is responsible toward their teammates not toward me so their teammates decided what to do with these players not me and okay. everything it's uh, it's very open very clear and how many um, how often did you have these conversations with players because it sounds like it kept this transparency and they kept understanding and a clear path for them so did you have them monthly or how how often were they when we were in camps uh, every evening we have a team uh, wow. team meetings uh, all together and then happened that we have a personal meetings uh, once per camp uh, then uh, when they are home they are free to call me if they want or message me or whatever or email me or something like that in order to explain me situation or if something is not clear or something is not and then i talk with the coaches uh, every time and i watch their matches uh, on the in the weekend so i keep a very close relationship with uh, all them in order to follow them all the season long that's brilliant and i'm guessing by keeping a, a check up on them as they go back to their normal clubs do they show the same sort of commitment and leadership to their teams when they go back? Or have there been players in the past that have just shown they, they haven't worked as hard and it's become an issue? Most of them, yes. But some, maybe not, because of they have not very good relationship with their coaches or some uh, lack the desire. And then I work on with them on that because it's not, it's not fair that you if you want to develop and become a great player, you cannot train at your best just one week every month and a half. You have to train every day. So I work on them, and but mostly still uh, the leaders also in their clubs and still this uh, very good approach to the training session. Yeah, and I'm guessing because, of course, it's a different style of, of coaching as well in the national setup to their normal clubs. Does it does it become difficult sometimes for the players to go back to their, their clubs after even just a week of the high standards that there is at the national setup? Yes, I understand that. So that's why I work on that because it, it necessary it, they they have they need to have 
a very strong mind because sometimes they come from high intensity matches versus Germany, France, US, and then they play on Sundays some matches that they win 12-0 yeah. or 11-0 with the other teams that never passed the half of the pitch. So it's very, very difficult to understand that, but it's that's the line between players will reach the top level and player will not reach. So, of course, and uh, it sounds as well like you're trying to make the best of the situation. It is that you can't have all of the players play for fantastic teams and the standard the same in the league. So you have to do the best with the standard that you are currently playing in. Yes, absolutely. They have, you have to find some challenging things to adapt in every matches. So if they are not very good, the, competi- the competition is not very good, try to play just one touch all the matches, something like that, in order to, to be challenged also in very easy games, very easy matches. That's really interesting. Do you set some little goals or targets when they go back to their clubs for them in matches and trainings? I try to help them. Uh, I hope that they find themselves their 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 targets and, uh, and their the, the strong inside themselves to to play uh, hard and to train hard. But mm. if they call me and ask me, I I hope them. I try to to help them, uh, considering also. Uh, the single person that because everybody is different so what is uh, very important for one could be not the motivation for another one so absolutely yeah i have to pick the right the right uh, targets for each uh, for each of them and and of course as you've said the the combination of giving them targets challenges and all these talks and conversations brought about really good results in in competitions. How did you how did you feel that the the process went with all of the players as a team? Then did this individual work with players suddenly bring about a better team cohesion and a better quality of performance? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. You cannot uh, also in uh, in men's side if you cannot coach the players to become better, you cannot have a good team and you cannot have a great results and um, we had extraordinary results because of the players uh, going through went through this uh, development path that was very very difficult for them so they they it, it built a very good bond and relationship between them because struggle altogether means that um, they have to overcome altogether some difficult situation and then build a very good relationship. Also, uh, in the first year, we had some uh, also some uh, bad issues coming from outside the team uh, because you know in Italy uh, culture about women's football is not so strong. Mm-hmm. So the team uh, built up very good altogether, become a very good uh, team, and, and that helped us. Everybody, every, everything helped us to. To be a good team and have a good uh, good result. But a part of the pitch, uh, I can tell you, after three years with the national team, that my best result is for me is for of course for the girls was on the pitch, but for me is looking at the at the starting eleven every every Sunday and Saturday in Serie A and Serie B in Italy, and I can count maybe 50 or 60 players that come to wow. the national teams. So with me so that's to me it's a huge goal 
Yeah, and it, it goes back to the point where you said where the results don't really matter to you personally as much. It's about the development of these players and seeing them go on to perform at the highest level. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Especially for, I, I can tell you this also for uh, senior teams, because I, I tell you, uh, player development is, is a never-ending story. So you can have uh, player development also with the players that are already national team levels. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, if, if it's for senior, it maybe can be 50% of, of your targets for, for everything under the senior team. It should be 100% of your efforts and targets should be only on player development. Mm. Nothing else, nothing else. And um, are you seeing that these changes are starting to occur now that more the more clubs or even in the national sides that there is this idea of prioritizing development over anything else or is it still an issue that needs to be addressed? Well, a lot things are becoming a lot better with the pro clubs now. So they, yeah. uh, they follow uh, uh, a plan, a strict plan from the beginning to the, the, the senior teams. Uh, they are collecting uh, the best players all around Italy and they are playing uh, tough matches uh, between each other and they are uh, following, uh, following uh, a good plan of uh, player development and you can find the results. Uh, Italy, the national teams are becoming better and better and so it's, uh, things are going a uh, lot, lot easier now since uh, compared of just uh, two or three years ago. And do you see that because, of course, some of the things we've talked about have, of course, adapted and made the teams better. Now that you've left the national setup, do you still see some of your ideas being implemented? I hope. I have really. I have no idea about how they are going this 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 year. I was uh, very. Uh, I have another job, another coaching job, so I have no time to follow there. But I talk with the players. Maybe some in some uh, in some age level and the national teams, yeah, they are going on the same way, and some other are not. They change uh, they change their approach because of the change of the coaches. So uh, yeah, some some follow this uh, this path, some other no. It's up to the coaches really. Okay, and uh, of course, when I've taken in everything that you've been saying. I don't honestly think I could have had a much better insight into not only national youth girls development, but also in how it's going in Italy as well on both the club and uh, an international level. So if we were to round this up and for anybody that's a coach or a player um, in the women's section, what would you say then are the four most important development areas for individuals and teams? Individual technique tactic and techniques are the basis of everything mm -hmm. because uh, it's uh, it's compulsory to have a, a new play and uh, but then you have uh, uh, courage courage to be to play to train over your level to train to challenge yourself every training and that's that's the most important thing if you don't challenge yourself every training you will not improve or you will not become a great player. So this is very important. And then uh, to have courage during uh, the matches, to have uh, determination and courage. Because if you if you just sit down, sit your down, if things going uh, not good, uh, you will not become a great player. You have to overcome obstacles and you have to overcome problems 
in the matches and in training. So these are three extremely important uh, aspects of to become a, a great player. And that and that's excellent because even for myself as a as a coach of a a, t- a women's team here. All the elements that you're talking about, you can relate to your own coaching experiences or the players that you've got. And when times are hard, what are you looking for most from an individual and as a team? And even if we've been talking on a on a professional level at the highest degree for, let's say, under 17s and under 16s, as you said, it's a learning experience across all ages. These things never stop being able to be improved or to better. Yeah, absolutely. Never stop learning. I think that's the perfect thing to finish on there. Never stop learning. Couldn't be better than that. Yeah. Well, Massimo, I just want to say once again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and to give us so much in-depth information on a topic that is quite unknown to quite a lot of us as well. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here with you. And I hope I help somebody all over there to improve. Oh, I've been writing down notes as we've been talking. Don't you worry, my sessions are going to change very quickly right now. So you've definitely inspired me to do things better in my coaching experience as well with my players. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day, Massimo. You too. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.